no. I only looked for a ship. And I saw uh, looks like a book in the sky. <laughs> That's basically it. It's like a big jade volume of poetry. Yeah, nah, I'm cool. It's prose <laughs> does not interest me. <laughs> Activate the prose drive. Yes. Oh, please. Spool my, up the index. My sunken heart must be mended by the speed of traveling horses through space. <laughs> the prose drive activated, if you will. <laughs> it is powered by my melancholiness and the need to sound verbose. This okay. Bombastic. Oh, man. Well... I don't want to say it, but I think you're going to have to cut this part out. This is just too good of an idea. Someone's going to steal the prose drive. They can have that one. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, want the, you want the prose drive? Knock yourself uh, out. No way, Hollywood, man, that's gold. If, if you're listening... This one's free. The next one is offer only. <laughs> the next one will cost you. Yeah, it'll cost you two shillings, please. Yeah, Don't that's know how right. Much that is, but I'll take it. Oh uh, no, I think we, I think we made a bad deal. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip-hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want, it don't get no liver. Ain't no doubt we gotcha. This is Pop Saga, let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. In 1987, pop culture was forever transformed when the hyper-violent action sci-fi epic RoboCop lumbered its way onto screens around the globe. With its mix of cultural satire, incredible characters, unflinching over-the-top gunplay, it was an instant classic for audiences young and old. In 1988, RoboCop the Animated Series came out. That's what we're talking about today. <laughs> I am Forrest Wheels Wilson, and I am joined as always by John, who I am told would buy that for a dollar. How you doing, well, John? <laughs> I wouldn't buy this show for a dollar. <laughs> I'd buy a lot of things for a dollar. This is not one of them. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so we're talking about robocop the animated series today it came out in 1988 uh do the people who made the show want us to say who they are <laughs> no i don't think dan hennessy wants you to know that he was officer alex j murphy no no i i, I suppose not um a lot of people went into making this. A surprising amount of people. Uh, so the created by credit goes to Edward Newmeyer and R Michael Miner, and it's. But then it was also developed by another pair, Rich Fogel and Mark uh, Snydenberg. You just making up names. <laughs> nope. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, 
Mark uh, Seidenberg, if I am pronouncing your uh, name incorrectly. Um, but uh, yeah, you're uh, you do not have a link in Wikipedia, so I can't find out any more about you. Very sorry. Um, but it was uh, directed by Bill Hutton and Tony Love. And again, none of these ma- names are made up. These are these are real names. I, I know what I'm going to do the next time. I need to come up with some RPG character names. I'm just, just going, go to, <laughs> going to this RoboCop cartoon. I'll be like, mm, yeah, Tony Love and, uh, you know, uh, Gordon Maston. Sure, whatever. <laughs> Give me that guy. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> Um, so, you know, when we were filling up the, the, the slate for this year about what, the things that we would talk about, I thought about a lot of the things that I saw when I was a kid. And the thing about memories is it is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know when I saw this. I remember seeing it. But man, in my little kid brain, I was so excited that the, there was a RoboCop cartoon, and I can't imagine actually liking this show at any point <laughs> in my life. There was only twelve episodes. John, how did I see this? <laughs> how did I see this show? I wasn't allowed to see anything with guns in it. Yeah, but this had robots first. I'm sure, you know, like, no one was bothering to pay attention to who this was or the subject matter. Like, <laughs> let me ask you, when did you see RoboCop the movie? Way too young. Way too young. I have definitely saw it before I saw RoboCop the cartoon. And okay. RoboCop the cartoon came out when I was seven years old. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, fair. So, we're pretty much on equal footing. I saw mm-hmm. RoboCop just about when it came out and then i remember seeing this and i must have pushed most of this from my brain i remember there (laughs) being a cartoon i remember there being i think a line of toys maybe around this with the caps on the back but i don't even know if i'm just like like mixing the two up you know or like the two time frames are so yeah, I don't, it, to answer your early question, I don't know how the fuck you watched this since there was only 12 <laughs> episodes. Maybe the TV you had only had three channels and this was, you know, one of them. I can't even tell you what channel this was on. I can't remember that. That yeah, is how much I, I've wiped this from my brain. Do you think it went into some, it must have been bought by some syndicator and rerun, a, like, in some other area? It must have been, right? I'm sure they just showed this constantly in Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, kids, be good, or this is what will happen. Uh, Here, kids, here's an aspirational version of the future. (laughs) Detroit could be this good someday. Yeah, look, you you want a giant robot being your meter maid or your traffic cop? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That part... I don't know what the fuck someone was thinking to be like, see, he's doing traffic enforcement. Why? Why is this thing doing traffic enforcement? Oh, you know, it's, it's almost just as good as RoboCop. <laughs> he just murked everybody. This is Jesus. 
this is a part, but this is not like the an isolated incident. There were a lot of these. We were talking about it before we hit record, but there were a lot of these adult hard R sci-fi properties that ended up being marketed towards children because kids just saw them. They just absorbed them by osmosis or something, or going over to your friend's house who whose parents no longer cared. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> no longer cared or loved you at all. Just would let you watch things with a reckless abandon. <laughs> just put, they just gave you a TV with an HBO feed in your room and a and a, a TV with a built-in VCR that you could just record whatever you want. And then, yeah. then the whole neighborhood has HBO. Yeah, and you're just watching Murphy get murked and his hands blown off and stuff, and that's just normal. And then you're going to want something a little more sanitized, so you're going to want to dip into a cartoon of the same property. Yeah. yeah but there was it, this, like, there was other cartoons that were like this. There there was going to be an Aliens cartoon, but that never took off. Uh, that never took off. And so we got the cool Canner toys instead, based on the the unlaunched pilot. But there was a, a Rambo cartoon, right? Oh, yeah. Rambo and his... Oh no, I'm mixing up with uh, uh, Chuck Norris and his karate commandos. <laughs> and by the way, but, karate, karate spelled with a K, which makes sense, but so was commando. Uh-oh. Just saying. <laughs> you got one more K. Three strikes uh, and you're out there, Chuck. I'm, I'm surprised Chuck didn't change his name. <laughs> I'm Cook. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm Cook Norris. <laughs> oh no! Well, you know what the means, right? Is that you know his uh, he he is is gonna come after us now. <laughs> well, sh- okay, that's fine. Uh, at this I, point, I'd be willing to fight uh, Chuck Norris. <laughs> that's ooh, right. I said. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. You're yeah, on your own on this one. Yeah, you don't need to get in there. It's cool, dude. I got him. I feel like even old hair dye, Botox, bad face job Chuck Norris could really kick my ass. <laughs> I am not. I am. Uh, I. I. I uh, I'm sorry, Mister Chuck Norris. That'd be funny as hell as he's getting like. What well, he said, he's getting like, uh, like a tele. What guy like? Uh, got brain dyed. Little Chuck Norris is in there. He's He's punching your prefrontal cortex. Oh god, Uh, he's getting a. uh, uh, uh. (laughs) Uh, But oh wow! Well, (laughs) that's it, ladies and gentlemen. The final season episode of uh, of. Pop Saga ended no, no, by Tiny to, Chuck, no, Chuck Norris. Now you're going to have to do them with Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, no. All he wants to talk about is, is uh, right-wing propaganda. Oh, oh Chuck. Oh, oh man. His, how his karate commandos are going to take over the world. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, but the you know what the craziest thing is? Now he is calling himself Cuck Norris. It's it's like he 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 went inside your skull and beat up your brain uh mm-hmm. for saying that, but then you know he's like 
I can't like it. It's me, Chuck Norris. I don't know. Jesus. Why does he sound like, why does he sound like Pennywise? <laughs> hey, Forrest. It's me, Chuck Norris. That's <laughs> a pretty good Pennywise. Oh, yeah. Hey, no. hey, hey Forrest. It's hey, me, Chuck Norris. Why don't you come over here to see what's inside my beard? <laughs> okay. I'm Walker, Texas Ranger. <laughs> That's right. I do roundhouse kicks towards the camera. Did you hear the guy from Supernatural playing me now? You can't replace Cuck North, formerly Chuck North, now just the thimble of a beard. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm gonna center my cheat, and we're gonna take one of this. Okay. Okay. You are correct. There were a bunch yep. of cartoons based off of R-rated movies that, for some strange reason, they marketed towards kids, like Rambo, Ye- like yeah. Chuck Norris. <laughs> like, yeah, what really. was some other good, uh, some other good examples? I feel like there should have been a Terminator cartoon if there wasn't one. <laughs> there wasn't. Same with Predator. I always felt like there should have been a Predator one. Oh man, can you imagine them trying to sanitize that for a Saturday Saturday morning audience? Like the Predator just like zaps people with a knockout laser and ties them up upside down for fun pranks. Yeah. Get <laughs> me like, down from here, Predator! He's like, That's just <laughs> the way it is. <laughs> yep, he would totally have a total English-speaking voice, too. Yeah, you know, his whole thing would be he would talk when he'd hear people say, so during the episode, you would hear it. Right. And you'd hear him repeat it back, to he's like, turn around, I brought you a birthday cake. <laughs> oh, Predator. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's terrific. But there was a Rambo uh, cartoon in 1986, so two years before this one. But, man, I so I don't really remember the, the Rambo cartoon, but this one, this cartoon opens with a pretty convincing reenactment of Murphy getting killed. Yeah, for all cartoons, <laughs> intents, and purposes, it's pretty close to him getting murked. Yeah, I mean, like, he, it's, it's, it's not too far off the scene, uh, from the opening scene from the movie. Uh, it, it's got a pretty good Clarence Boddicker. Uh, looking pretty, not, looking pretty good. Pretty good likeness. Yeah, no, it is very, it's, it's funny. Just to tell the folks now listening, if this was your favorite cartoon when growing up, I am sorry. <laughs> but we There's are more no way. we hey you never know 
There might be some dude in Estonia that's going like, how dare you motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm going to call Chuck Norris and send him over to your house right away. What is this? They said they were being a, a, a show about celebration of pop culture. They Then they take us huge shit on Robocop cartoon. Yeah, see, so we're going to take a huge shit on this cartoon. <laughs> but I will give it that a lot of this cartoon followed the source material a lot more closely than I thought, including having, like, the um, news, which was, you know, very important to RoboCop as far as kind of like that, you know, that uh, Paul Verhoeven style of, you know, like, propaganda and everything. OCP it mm-hmm. has all the trappings of RoboCop. But it's just not as good as RoboCop. No, and it's not even a good cartoon, really. No, it's, it's... not drawn well. Um, yeah, not... it looks bad. It sounds bad. <laughs> the voice yeah. acting for RoboCop. I mean, I don't, I don't envy anybody anybody who has to follow uh, Peter Weller. He has such an incredible voice that, and you know, they recast RoboCop and RoboCop 3, and we saw how badly that went. And I don't know if, I'm sure you watched the TV show as I, I watched did. The, yeah, I watched the shit out of that. I was like, RoboCop on TV? I'm going to watch murder every, you know, every week. I mean, law enforcing. Yeah, and not week. even really murder. <laughs> Just like a lot of. A lot of TV sanitized nonviolence in that TV show, but I don't envy anyone who has to come after Peter Weller. But my goodness, this feller! Yikes! <laughs> it's like someone described how Peter Weller sounded. We want you to kind of sound like uh, a dude who's a little—he feels a little blue, but um, <laughs> he's still determined. Yeah, that's what it sounded like in the movie. Can you give me a copy <laughs> of the movie? Mm, just take our word for it. This is how you should sound. A little blue. Okay. But you're determined, and you're a robot. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah, any of these, like, cartoon adaptations work for you as a kid? No. No. Like, I mean, nah. Like, I knew RoboCop. I knew Rambo, and, you know, I knew Chuck Norris. So, these were none of those, right? None of, this wasn't missing in action, none of the, or, you know, Delta Force. This wasn't Rambo, and this sure as hell wasn't, like, RoboCop. And just when he starts doing things that, like, even at my then brain was like, I remember he got shot up pretty good, but these guys are shooting him and nothing's happening. <laughs> but then, like, a rock falls on him and he falls apart. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, my arm came off. Yeah, I mean, you know, like, he stops a van, and then he just starts rocking that back and forth to throw the guys out of it. (laughs) Right right at the top, that's the first thing he does. He just rocks the van back and forth, and the guys are like, whoa, 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 no. Like, they're robbing a blood bank, and then everything was topsy-turvy, because I thought, you know, the the police force in, you know, the movie, they were doing the best they fucking could. 
And, you know, OCP seemed like the evil corporation that it was supposed to be. I mean, shit, its name, Omni Consumer Products, does not sound inviting. No. Yeah, there's like, uh, I mean, maybe when when corporations are like, uh, maybe just tone down the corporate bad stuff. We want kids to to grow up trusting Omni Consumer Products. They do actually, because they kind of turn... uh, the guy, the sort of the, the CEO of uh, Omni Consumer Products Institute, sort of a reasonable person. They have yeah. a pretty good Ronnie Cox uh, drawing in there. And he is like, uh, he's like, hmm, well, it looks like this will bring a lot of lawsuits. So, yeah, go ahead and unplug RoboCop. And then the next scene after RoboCop does something, he's like, hmm. I think we're going to wait to get rid of the project. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, I'm just... afraid RoboCop will be quite operational when your friends arrive. I was like, you built the motherfucker. This is all, this is all your city. Who, like, who gives a shit? In fact, oh, this is kind of evil. I shouldn't have thought of it. I would have just programmed RoboCop to enforce the law in neighborhoods that I was hoping to gentrify. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if this was the RoboCop movie, that's certainly something that they would have done. Uh, but it is interesting how they try to sanitize this, because obviously RoboCop needs to have his gun. His gun is almost as iconic as he is, so he does have it, but it shoots lasers, I guess? And everyone yeah. else has laser guns now? Well, I swear it seemed like those those that initial gang were shooting bullets at him. Yeah, and he shot some of them in the chest. Like, yeah, no, they were dead. Like, I just assumed they were dead until they got back up. But I was yeah. like, nah, he murked every one of them. It Which did is, seem like that, right? Like, I was like, whoa, wait, maybe this is going to be good. Because <laughs> at the start, he's, like, shooting people. He's shaking a van around. Officer yeah. Lewis is there. Who, try trying to disarm the bomb this gang set by pushing the same button over <laughs> and over again. Which <laughs> is like, like I just can't do it. Which I'm just like, come on, did you not watch the movie? She is one of the most... Capable people in the movie, you know, who stood by Murphy here, and you just like turned her into just like la 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 la. la, la. She does kind of get her moment later against the Killdozer. Oh, so I had a, I did have a question to you. So, when did you realize it was Killdozer and not Gildozer or Dildozer? <laughs> oh my God, are you serious? <laughs> I have written down in my notes uh, right here. Uh, it says, wait, did that guy just say Gildozer or Dildozer? And then the next line is, oh, it's Killdozer. <laughs> no, I this here, here. It, folks, we use an online service that we can talk. I'm going to send him exactly what my note said. <laughs> It's almost the exact same. 
I thought when I was like, wait, what did he say? And I stopped and played it back, and I was like, I still don't know what he said until he was like, nothing will stop the killdozer. And I'm like, oh, okay, killdozer. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, okay. I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait, let's try to think back. Is that guy's name Dill? <laughs> or Gil? It would have been so much better. It's like, my name is Dill. This is my bulldozer. I call it the Dildozer. <laughs> and then I'm actually thinking like ridiculous shit. Like if was Dildo a, a, a word back then? It was like, is this something you could have accidentally just sort of stumbled upon and been, be totally innocent? Yeah, you know, you'd go get some Mike and Ikes, some, you know, Chetrones or something, you go pick up a pack of dildos. You know? <laughs> it was all the rage back in the 80s. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. So when Robocop gets back and the guy's like, he's the walking tin can and the guy's like, simmer down here. Uh, Robocop's does sort of suck. <laughs> this is like when he's like oh we'll, we'll talk about this later guy he's like not intimidating at all he's just like oh boy geez why why don't you like me this is weird I really don't know why this guy doesn't like him he just hates him he just hates for him for no reason it's like you made them set the bomb in their building it's like no he didn't they were gonna set it anyway this is perspective you didn't see it but same time, I kind of hate this RoboCop too, so I get it. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, this is not this is not my RoboCop. Next up, we're introduced to the evil Doctor McNamara, who has does he have cybernetic hands? Uh, yeah, he's got like Jack's arms, is what I'm assuming, and like a permanently glued on uh, uh, sunglasses. And his whole thing is that he wants... This is basically, I guess, kind of the plot of RoboCop 2. Is that he doesn't want... He thinks RoboCop is obsolete. And he wants his his own project. Which is, I guess, the Ed 260? Was it 260 or 206? No, it was 260. And I was like, really? I mean, the Ed yeah. 209, you just... Flip just oh, and the, the nine just turned the nine to six. That that was it. <laughs> you have brilliant stuff. Just flipping the nine around and changing the the spot. We've done it, guys. Tell the guys at the lab we've we've hit on the perfect follow up to Ed two oh nine. Yeah, I could just see it now in that writer's room. We really understand this plot. Yeah. <laughs> We've cracked it open. Yeah, we. This, this is a this is an open book. What do you want to name the evil guy? Got it. Ed two sixty. It's like <laughs> Ed two oh nine, but a few versions later. No one will understand that we just took the zero, flipped it, and or moved it in one place, and then took the nine and flipped it around, turned it to a six. No one will understand that. It's going to be <laughs> never noticed. <laughs> I uh I love to think that up on the wall they had like magnetic like <laughs> magnetic letters and they had uh, you know Ed two oh nine they're like what do we call it we can't call it the same thing for some reason so 
we'll call it. And then the, the guy just walks up, changes the place of the number, flips the number. People are like, oh, oh my God. You High five. Solved it. High five and, you know, go. We're done right for the day, gentlemen. He solved the biggest problem we had. Name All it right. this robot. Ah, good day at work. <laughs> what do you it. mean it's only 10 a.m.? <laughs> Larry, get back to writing the RoboCop cartoon. We need to get you on in Humanoids next. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in Cecil. Have Cecil write the rest of it. Everyone hates that guy. <laughs> and then we're going to have a, a, a gang member named Dill. And he likes bulldozers. <laughs> so he's like a real idiot, but he's also like some sort of technical marvel. Yeah. He likes rocket cars. That seems like a thing everyone likes in this world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Dr. McNamara's awesome plan is to show what I realized later was a live feed of the Ed 260 acting as a traffic <laughs> control officer mm-hmm. and this actually i thought was kind of funny because it goes yeah. about as well as the demonstration of ed 209 during the the robocop movie in which uh someone makes it a legal u-turn um and ed 260 just goes <laughs> just like well i started blasting <laughs> yeah so anyway i started shooting yeah, yeah straight <laughs> straight up this this did remind me kind of of the movie in a way because it just it just kept getting worse because everyone just started freaking out causing more traffic infractions. Yeah. So Ed Two Sixty just kept shooting up more and more of the cars. It was terrifying in the way that like Ed Two Hundred Nine is very scary. Is it's like very physically imposing, and he has those two Gatling guns. Which he just uses without, uh, with impunity against these yeah. cars. Yes, yeah, I believe a reckless abandon. <laughs> <He> just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like changing lanes without a signal. <laughs> you know, like stopping too short. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, parking. okay, <laughs> is this is was this Doctor Magnamera's plan? Because he must have. Why would he show this tape to him? But this must be like good this must be good in the future detroit and no because robocop leaves in the previous scene and then shows up on the video because it's a live feed he shows up on the scene of ed 260 and, and instead of having a fun like shootout with ed 260 he ed 260 just shuts down <laughs> and robocop shows, shows up just to tell people that normal traffic will be restored soon yeah, everybody calm down. Just RoboCop business here. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that went well for McNamara. <laughs> it's just like, what was his plan? What was his plan? He, does he has this, this giant walking robot with twin guns, and his demonstration is, look at it, be a traffic p- cop? What? <laughs> And he looked goofy it, as hell with those red light, green lights up there. It, the, I don't know how that proves it was ready for anything. 
Like, at all. Like, I don't know where you're like, hmm, my Ed 260 would be a great police officer. And to prove it, let's have him be a traffic cop. And exactly. see, look at how he's watching traffic. He's doing, and, you know, no, that proves nothing. That, that does nothing. It's like, you would want to put him in same instances that RoboCop would be in to kind of prove why you'd want that one. But, yeah, McNamara might be a smart guy, but a little, little, little light on common sense. Yeah, I mean, that's that's only reinforced by the, the how many times he goes around, like, punching walls and, like, crushing stuff. It's like, yeah, we get it, McNamara. You've got cyber arms. Yeah, and an anger problem, and OCP doesn't apparently have good insurance. <laughs> Can't get you Who to... keeps punching these walls in? Uh, could it be the the scientist with the cyber arms? Nonsense. <laughs> nah, it's Carl. It's always Carl. Carl's always angry. It's not Mac <laughs> But sir, I don't have my arm got amputated from last time. Sorry, Carl. You're fired. Stop <laughs> punching holes. <laughs> Stop punching holes in walls. Uh. So this is like, uh, of course, his plan next is to go find a gang who he will pay to do more crime. Yeah, solid, right? (laughs) They're already committing crimes, but he's going to pay them to do more crimes so that uh, they can overwhelm RoboCop. Yeah, so bad. RoboCop, it'll look make it look like RoboCop is doing a bad job. That's right, that's right. And this gang is uh, it's pretty interesting. <laughs> it's the Vandal Gang, and you can tell that by the bad, the poor rendering of a skull on there uh, that's just blazoned over all of their stuff with yeah, a little I, crack in it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, these are the worst this is the worst Punisher gang I've ever seen. <laughs> and then you got a you got a dog in body armor, or it's a cyborg. I'm assuming it's a cyborg dog, but I think it's a cyborg dog. But I'm but not I sure. Can't tell. Like, I'm not sure because it looks like it's got like barding, you know, like you put on a horse. <laughs> Yes, yes, exactly. It looks clad in the finest armor provided by the queen. Yeah, it's like, mount my puppas, give (laughs) give him the finest of armor with some spikes to show his ferociousness. And they show the gang's ferociousness by having them beat up an arcade cabinet. (laughs) Hey man, those things are kind of heavy. So um, finish it off. Yeah, <laughs> just up on it, just stomping it. <laughs> it's like why, like why? And I like how the fact that one of those dudes' powers is he just stomps. Yeah, yeah, and he gets even greater stomping power. And oh, then I like yeah. how the one guy has like he already has a chainsaw that can cut through an arcade machine like butter. And he just gets a similar chainsaw. Like, everyone gets these upgrades, and he gets, like, a better chainsaw. He's like, see? It's slightly different. It's red this when, time. <laughs> do you think when McNamara was handing out all the powers, he's like, here, for you, 
shock hands. Whoa, cool. Here you go. You get a flamethrower. And for you, you get uh, you get earthquake stomping legs. Perfect. What about me, boss? Oh, here's another chainsaw. Oh, okay. Well, I already have a chainsaw, but that's. Now, I guess it's cool. What, you don't now, like it? No, no, it's fine. You know, it's... I mean, I was hoping for something that would make... Like, maybe I could shoot a chainsaw. You know, and it's like... What are you, stupid here? I'm back to there. I don't make shooting chainsaws. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. I, I mean, you know, I should be happy. You know, you gave us a suitcase full of money. And you gave, you gave... He gave Lenny some stompy feet, and, uh, you know, he he appreciates it. I'm okay. I'm okay. You gave him that talking dune buggy from one of the, the from that other cartoon? <laughs> oh, for fucking, like, oh, Penelope uh, Pit Stop or something like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the dune buggy they gave him. <laughs> and Dildos are over there. Dildos. He gets the rocket car. Wheels <laughs> with his cool hat. He's got oh, like a wheels. doozy cap. That's right. That's right. I thought his name was Dildozer, and that's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> In fact, if I, if I go to, if I can find a wiki page on this cartoon, better believe <laughs> season one, be episode one. Yeah. <laughs> wheels is getting modified to Dildozer. <laughs> Let's see, and guess what? That's never getting changed back. Nobody is proofreading that. I'm waiting for some other pop culture podcast. Come back years later, but like, today we're talking about RoboCop, the cartoon, and would you believe one of the bad guys' names was Dill Dozer? <laughs> we couldn't find it to watch, so we'd have to go off the Wikipedia entry. Yeah, yeah this is, and then there's a whole thing about, like, this McNamara guy who just, like, Gave a dude another chainsaw. This is the wildest thing. <laughs> it's just a teleplay. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, at the end of this, I wrote, isn't this the plot of all RoboCop movies? It's just, it is, right? Right, pretty much once he's, you know, everyone wants to make him look bad. Everyone wants to come out with, like, RoboCop 2. And um, this seems no different. Yeah, it's exactly like RoboCop. This is sort of like the second RoboCop, really, because like in the first RoboCop, it was like competing programs. It was they were like there was a RoboCop program and the Ed 209 program. And then in the second one, RoboCop had been around for a while. And now people were saying he's obsolete. And that's when they came out with RoboCop. I think the thing was just called RoboCop 2. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is like, I don't, I don't want to say that, uh, Phil Tippett, uh, lifted the plot of <laughs> RoboCop, the cartoon for his, uh, follow-up sequel, but, you know, if, if, uh, if this new, if, if McNamara eventually starts asking for nuke, then I will be very suspicious. Oh, dude. Now maybe I will have to watch the rest of it just to be like... Hey man, you know, like, give me some nuke. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, it's shit. connecting. It's it's interconnect. This is the MCU before the MCU. <laughs> you gotta watch the cartoon to understand RoboCop two and three. <laughs> yeah. You don't. 
It How will you ever know sense. about the dildozer? <laughs> um, I kind of want that on a t-shirt. Kind of. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it's coming to you. No one's going to... The, the benefit of that is no one's going to copyright strike that one. It's like, Hi, my name is Dildozer, and I'm going to have to ask you to take your shirt down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm wearing it. Uh, you heard what I said. Take it off. Yeah. I'm going to call Cuck Norris. Our... our bluest our bodiest episode yet um but yeah, yeah I mean, everyone, like it's listen a- to this after 10 p.m okay <laughs> this is pop saga nights um yeah but you're absolutely right this is like the plot to every uh, robocop movie and uh the the true to their word the vandal gang is off around town causing mayhem in a mall Driving around in a dune buggy, stomping things, setting them up on fire, uh, sawing things in half, <laughs> doing the prank handshake to one of the security guards with their cool ray guns, but doing a little zappy handshake to them. Yeah, you know, normal gang activity. Yeah, real violets. Real yeah. goofy violence. Yeah, real. What if they made a Clockwork Orange cartoon? <laughs> I'm sure we'll be able to find. Let's just we'll just look online after this. We'll be able to find the canceled pilot to the Clockwork Orange. <laughs> Are you ready to do a bit of the ultra violence for justice? <laughs> Whoa, this is the weirdest cartoon ever. It's well, just I'm- it's just like Johnny Clockwork's quest for milk. It's. Just- <laughs> but uh yeah this see this this one really this one and then like the subsequent fight they have later just drove drove me nuts because i could not tell what the hell was going on (laughs) yeah I mean, ro- what, both fights follow the exact same template. RoboCop gets beat up a bunch. He mm-hmm. does kind of come back a little, and then he gets really beat up. Yeah, but this one, like, I don't even know. So I know he shows, and I guess he gets knocked to the floor because uh, Wheels hits him with the car or something. Like, I don't know why he's on the ground here. But then when Lois, yeah. or not Lois, when Lewis shows up, I don't know how Chainsaw Guy got so close to her so quickly, but just cuts her gun in half. <laughs> She's like, hey, guys, no fair. You know, and then, like, a, like, ten seconds later, she just jumps kicks Buzzsaw Guy, but from a different angle in which where she was from, like, from the jump. And then RoboCop gets smashed under some rubble and is really fucked up. Yeah, he is he is really screwed up because he all that rubble falls on him. He mm-hmm. pulls himself out of the 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 rubble. And of course, now the Vandal gang is completely emboldened. They feel like they they're kings of the city. Yep. And uh Robocop pulls himself out and he's like, "Oh, I'm not doing so hot, Lewis." And then his arm falls off. Right. After a couple, after like he was getting shot 
a whole lot by this other gang. Oh, yeah, no, no problem. Not a problem. But, like, a rock hits him, and his arm falls off. Now, granted, it was a pretty big rock, but that arm just pops right off. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, you know, as sturdy as, like, a Lego. (laughs) You know, if you just knock that shit over, that thing's tumbling down. That arm just popped right out of its socket. I, I, I also enjoyed how Lewis... Uh, started almost crying and thought he was dead for a second, which I was thinking would have been a commercial break, but it was not a where a commercial break would be. In fact, I can't tell anyway. Like when she's just like, "Oh, Murphy," and then that's he lifts yeah, the rock it, off. It and goes. His arm falls. Yeah, his arm and all the gross like connective wires are like str- strung between it. And then they go back to the RoboCop shop at the Detroit PD. And uh, I like the lab assistant Roosevelt, who is like a real RoboCop fan. He's like, whoa, RoboCop, you really, I wish I could have been there to see it. It's so cool. Yeah. But you know who I don't like? How people were blaming Lewis and them <laughs> that this was her fault that he got hurt doing his job fighting crime. Yeah, exactly. It's ridiculous. And even more ridiculous that uh, Dr. Magnamero is able to go back to OCP and be like, well, there's See? your proof. See? <laughs> he had one loss, and they're like, you know what? You're right. He sucks, and let's unplug him. Let's go back to your murderous traffic stop guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that seems safe. And then, uh, then I think we get a we do get a news report, which I liked. It kind of had yeah. a little bit of the vibe of the you know the the movie a little bit you know a little satire you know, but it was just showing the vandals are vandalizing, and of course with the there's no reason the panic you know one of the cops talking to a reporter and <laughs> the statue just explodes. Yeah, it's the same jerk cock from uh. From Jerk earlier. cop from before. Yeah, yeah, same dude. And he's just like, uh, it'll be all under control. Whoa! <laughs> and he has to dive out of the way as a giant explosion happens behind him. Yeah. That, 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 that was fun. I would have enjoyed that as uh, my, you know, eight-year-old self, I think. I'm like, yeah, I, I thought, I think you're right. I think they had, like, they get some of the vibe there. All I was missing was like the the corny commercials that would the play in between the news reports, but obviously oh, not not any time because they really pack a lot of stuff into this episode. Yeah, we jump around a lot. We are in the station. We are in the mall. We are in OCP headquarters. We're having a news report. We even get to go to the Vandals' base. We were at an arcade. Yeah. And in the base, we see that the Wheels is working on something special. And it's, of course, the <laughs> the Dildozer. Yes. <laughs> I don't it like gets, the timeline got, is... Go ahead. It's got 12,000 rotations per minute. <laughs> hey, this little... You see this little thing that pops up? That's the real money <laughs> business right there. <laughs> I was drinking something when you said that, and I almost oh, no. spit all over my computer. <laughs> had to stifle it. So I like that. So 
I like they also show the the police HQ and everyone's kind of freaking out and then they cut to this guy named Cecil and he's like, oh no, sorry, you can't take those without a requisition form and then the chief just takes the forms and rips them in half. He's like, shut up Cecil, nobody likes you. Oh man, why did Sarge talk in nothing but sports metaphors? <laughs> We can't have our best cop on the. We can't have our best guy on the bench. <laughs> like every single something was just a fucking. You know we gotta get that touchdown. It's like I'd have asked for a transfer if I worked with a guy like that. Yep, <laughs> just <laughs> ripping up my uh, requisition forms. With a jerk. Yeah, total jerk. And then why yep. are they trying to stop RoboCop from doing what he does? You can't go Murphy, or you can't go Robo. It was the scientist. It was the uh, the scientist like, was like, y- "You're not ready yet. You can't go out there." And he's like, "Sorry, some things are uh, more important." People pop. Yeah, I got. <laughs> I've got to go. Exactly. Yeah. He just and he just <laughs> bombs out of there. Worse. But yeah, the I absolute think the, worst. Yeah, was it the, the? I think the vandals are going to the gold depository. I wasn't sure exact. Yeah, they did because then they stole a ridiculous amount of gold bars. And yeah, just, that's yeah, what the uh, the kill dozer is for to get in there and 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 steal all those bars. And you think they're going to get away with it, but nope. Here's RoboCop again, and already he just gets <laughs> stomped to death almost <laughs> by these guys. <laughs> It's like he doesn't stand a chance. I mean, he is literally going to get murphied again. Yeah, he just like, because I think he gets out of the car and he just gets run over by the killdozer. <laughs> He's on the ground and they all just come out and just start kind of kicking and stomping and setting him on fire. And of course, I'm sure they have to find a reason for him to lose his gun every episode so he's not constantly shooting stuff so they don't get taken down by the censors. So he, uh, again, of course, predictably, he loses his gun and he's like, I have to find my weapon. Won't <laughs> give up. And he, he yeets a, a eye beam through the dildozer. <laughs> finds his gun he turns around and just shoots the gas tank that's on the outside of the dildozer yep. and I think that dude burnt alive because I don't know if we see wheels again I don't think we see wheels again but I, what I do love is the explosion conveniently breaks everyone else's like uh, evil guy tech you know, it's, like, it's like if you lose your google hub you're not going to be able to connect more your Google to... I don't know. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. I mean, they're all they're all connected to the dildozer in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, but yeah that's what I got. <laughs> it's great when... I love when Robocop at the end... Oh, God. ...was damn. just like... <laughs> what does she say? She's like, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm surprised you were able to do it, especially without my help. 
And Robocop's like, sometimes you have to help yourself. And then he just <laughs> twirls his gun <laughs> weirdly back and forth. And then that's like, to, that's how they cut the scene. Yeah, but like near his head. Like, yeah. hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like, you get the idea that it goes on for an uncomfortably long time. Yeah, everyone's just like, man, I really wish he'd stop. I don't know how he twirls his fucking, his fat ass fingers in that little gun well. <laughs> just shooting everybody all the time. And then I, I love how it wraps up with like McNamara, of course, the he goes back to OCP headquarters and they're like, well, never mind about the Robocop program. Seems like he did great. So uh, I guess we're going to expand it. We're going to put more money into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then back with like, you know, Robocop gets in trouble with the uh, the doctor who who is working on him. And uh, and everyone hates this doctor so much for no reason. All she does is like defend Robocop and make Robocop better. And she just constantly gets shit on by everybody in the episode. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is when um, this is when uh, oh, what is her name? The the Ooh. Murphy's partner, Lewis. Oh, right, Lewis. This is when she's like. Uh, you, sorry, Duck. You can't keep a good man down. And then the doctor's just like, or machine. <laughs> they just cut to Robocop and he just like looks to the side with a little smile. He's got a little derp smile on him. Like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, there's so many things. It's a valiant effort to try to sort of compress it for a, a child's brain, but they're like they do touch on like uh you know the tension between the 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 regular beat cops and uh RoboCop mm-hmm. and OCP and they sort of they have that line in there about OCP wor- worrying about being sued not necessarily about like people being hurt and that seems very in line with their characteristics in the movie and then they also address sort of like the is he a man? Is he a machine? How much of Murphy is left in there? Uh, aspect of the films as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, they tried to do a lot. And oddly, in a weird way, tried to um, honor the source material. You know what I mean? Like, it, they used it as a guideline and then just was like, well, how do we make it, you know, for kids? Just yeah. give him a, a shocky hand. Yeah, that'll do it. It's but. weird, right? Because they literally are picking up after the events of the movie. And they even every intro, uh, like it starts with Murfer, Murphy being uh, murdered by the uh, Boddicker gang and, and Boddicker himself. So it's like, it. that's... That's like a level of connectiveness and commitment to the source material that I think you actually rarely see in uh, in cartoons like this. Oh, for sure. Like, you know, the, the Rambo cartoon was pretty fantastical. The Karate Commandos was just like, ooh, you know, like... Just uh-huh. mildly racist. And then <laughs> even like Mr. T and, you know, like the T force where he's hanging around with a bunch of gymnasts, you know, I'm pretty sure 
Mr. T wasn't hanging around with a bunch of gymnast kids solving crimes, but (laughs) (laughs) IRL. Yeah. Maybe I don't know what he's doing after a team. He's like, Hey fool, let's go solve some crimes while you do like a triple jump or whatever gymnast. (laughs) gymnast Um, yeah, this, this is it's weird because we don't really get this nowadays, right? Like, there's not a John Wick cartoon for children. Right. Oh. This is very much a product of its time. Because you're exactly like, right, why, what? Like, most action sci-fi films are rated and aimed appropriately at children. We're not seeing, like, uh, the Vich or like the <laughs> that movie the witch <laughs> or uh like an adaptation or like an insidious uh cartoon series you know on saturday mornings on abc yeah you know like i mean during this time we got freddy cougar hosting a tv show mm-hmm. that was like <laughs> <laughs> you know like it's Hi, kiddies! Welcome to Freddy's Tales. You know what I mean? He's like, ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the story here is a one of murder. You're like, well, you murdered a lot of people in their dreams. Yeah, yeah ignore me. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you a story about what? someone else. You did you some know? stuff before you were a like supernatural villain. That I mean, th- that's pretty terrible. Ah, bye bye. <laughs> Cut to commercial. <laughs> Pleasant dreams. Ah, oh, shit, man. I should have. <laughs> no, he's going to get me. I mean, we had F- Friday the 13th, the TV series, which was just a Twilight Zone. Right. You know what I mean? Nothing to like, do with Friday the 13th, weirdly. But, you know, they wanted that out there for, like, more public consumption, and these cartoons were no different. And it. Just to think that mainly these were like personalities, right? Like some were some were characters. So in the instance of RoboCop and Rambo, those were characters. So it seems that kind of seems like it's okay to distill that down to kids. Like Daddy has Dad Rambo, and then you have your Rambo, you know. Mm-hmm. And you know, I have my RoboCop, and then you know. Little Timmy has his RoboCop. That something we could bond over. But then the other end of the spectrum, you have like a Chuck Norris, where it was just him because he was wildly popular. But it it, it wasn't a character. It was just this guy. Right. You know what I mean? Same with like mm-hmm. Mr. T, even though that was fine because it wasn't violent at all. But and he was never violent except to Murdoch. Poor Murdoch. <laughs> But, you know what I mean, like, so that seemed weirder. This, after watching it, because, you know, I have not watched this since, for, what, 33 years now? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was eye-opening to see how close they tried to get it to the source material for some weird reason or another, versus just making it its own thing. Because it's not like a bunch of adults are like, I saw RoboCop, this ain't it. They wouldn't have ever sat down to watch this shit. But how they really tried to do best with the source material, you know, ultimately failing, but they really tried. And it really shows. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that that effort does deserve uh, a little uh, applause and a little recognition. Um, but yeah, it didn't. It didn't. It was for no. It ended up being for nobody, right? Because kids didn't end up liking it because it only ran for a season and there was only twelve episodes. And of course, it it had no appeal to the real target of that of RoboCop, which is you know adults and and uh, teenagers. But John, could you think of any reason that anyone out there needs to go and watch this uh, as part of uh, you know their exploration into pop culture? Um. I was trying to think of something really poignant, and uh, the truth is, nah. This this one was a <laughs> this one was a pure nostalgia trip, and it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just let this be a warning to you <laughs> that sometimes, uh, yeah, sometimes those rose-colored glasses are really brown-colored glasses. Because uh, sometimes, yeah, things don't really hold up. And this is one of those times. But that's fine. If you liked it, don't listen to this <laughs> retroactively. Don't listen to this. <laughs> Too late. Too late. Uh, but I, I couldn't have wait. said they're, it better myself. They're going to talk about wheels. He's my favorite character. <laughs> Dildozer. No! <laughs> Ah, fantastic. Well, uh, I hope you enjoyed joining us today for a very lively and fun episode of uh, Pop Saga. As we like to say every week, if you want to be involved with the discussion, if you want to see our hilarious Instagram feed or contact us in any way, please look us up on our social media, on Instagram, on Twitter, or at the Pop Saga. And if you want to get us a uh, hold of us by email please check out our show notes in there is also a link to our merchandise portal where you can s- directly support the ongoing production of this series thanks again and thanks always to burton m6 for our incredible theme song and as we'd like to say from both john and i to all of you stay happy stay healthy and we'll see you next week Dead or alive, punks. This cartoon's not coming with us. Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop from the roots. Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want. It don't get no live. I ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga. Let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga.